daddy wasn't there to take me to the fair <laughs> to change my underwear. It seems he doesn't care. Daddy wasn't there. When I was first baptized, when I was criticized, when I was ostracized, when I was jazzercised, when steak and kidney pies, one hour <laughs> martinized, when I was circumcised. Is that from Hamilton? Daddy wasn't there. No, girl, that was from Austin Powers. Oh, I'm the like, one I've with heard Beyonce. This. <laughs> okay, I was like, I've heard this before. It's only right to include put that song since I mean it's Beyonce's weekend and it is. she was in that one. And Shout out to it's the Beehive. very appropriate. Beyonce <laughs> gave listened. us things. Oh, I've had it on repeat. I fucking love it. You know I don't um, be listening to albums. You don't, and you know what? I'm not really a music person either. I have about like five people. Whenever they put out music, I go listen to mm-hmm. those five people. Everybody else, I'm gonna just hear it on TikTok. I have like one person that I listen to like a whole album and then usually like I don't even I like make playlists and I listen to my own playlists over and over and then Spotify will like suggest songs to me and then I listen to those songs and Spotify's if it happens like, okay to- enough here <laughs> <laughs> exactly and I think it's really my FBI agent <laughs> probably <laughs> but it's like i never actually sit and i i don't have the patience for that i just get bored and i'll be like all right after a while everything just kind of blends in mm. you know it's just i don't know i'm weird well this is the south side of wakanda podcast hey y'all <laughs> <laughs> the best podcast in the multiverse i am the son of a preacher man and i am what you talking about willis <laughs> If this is your first time joining us, we are two black queens who uh, discuss the MCU live action content and not the comics. So if you haven't read the comics either, but you enjoy the MCU, this is the right spot for you. Um, This week, we're going to be talking about Luke Cage season one, episodes nine through 11. Mm -hmm. But before we get there, uh, we got some news. We got some announcements. The first announcement is we are on YouTube now, y'all. Hey! We have exactly one episode up on YouTube. The last episode. <laughs> last week's episode was the first one. And, you know, hopefully from here on out, we will always have an episode up on YouTube. But if not, you can always find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Play and other places, too. Those are the big that three we that don't, I know. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably floating somewhere on SoundCloud. I think, yeah, we... We're on a couple different platforms because we upload through Anchor, so they push us other places. So yeah, you can find us other places in case we're not. But on Spotify YouTube. also has video. Yes, and you can see us if you didn't know that. I think we've been I doing be- video for the past couple months. So it's been since I moved. Mm-hmm. Since. February, Since right? February, February yeah. or March, one of those months. So you can see us and all our changing hairstyles, <laughs> all our uh, Marvel t-shirts that we wear every week. I know. Today, I don't. I just have on a regular shirt. Yeah, I I forgot that I had this Spider Man shirt. So that's I saw I somebody in public with that shirt, and I was like, my best friend has that shirt. I didn't <laughs> say that to him. I just thought it to myself because I don't talk to people. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's get into this news. I got 
really two big things that I want to talk about. The first one is that this this X-Men rumor that's been going around. I think it's a rumor because I did not see it on like Screen Rant or comicbook.com and stuff. Mm-hmm. So basically, every, you know, everybody has been like, where the fuck are the mutants? Because right. I think Disney bought Fox, 20th Century Fox, who owned the rights to Fantastic Four and the X-Men. They did that a couple years ago. I don't remember what year specifically. But since they did that, People are been like, where's the shit at? So basically, and then I think a lot of people were talking about it even more because at the San Diego Comic-Con, they didn't say anything about the mutants in live action. And mm-hmm. then I think I think that we were told like, yeah, we're definitely getting a, a Fantastic Four movie in like 2024 or five. But that was it. Yeah. So um, 20th Century Fox contractual obligations to the actors in the X-Men franchise have carried over to Disney and are in effect until 2025. So this means that if Marvel wanted to put out a movie, they can't recast anybody until 2025, which is Mm. why uh, Patrick Stewart was Charles Xavier in Multiverse of Madness. They pretty much had to do that if they were going to include him. And, you know, you know, oh, sorry, go ahead. You finish. Oh, I was just saying, like, a lot of those people, like Hugh Jackman, like, I don't think they want to do these characters anymore, and they're old as shit now, so. Yeah. That's kind of what I was about to say. I was about to say, like, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen Mm -hmm. are so old, and it's really gonna break my heart when they inevitably die. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a sad day. Especially Ian McKellen. That, yes. Yes. He he was everybody. He, he was, was every, everything. Literally. <laughs> he was in everything. <laughs> and so I just think that that will definitely be a sad, sad day. Mm-hmm. And I think, when, like, once they, like, you know, once the 2025 thing is over and they can move on, it'll make it cleaner. Because I know, like, they did, like, the, X, the new X-Men movies, like Days of Future Past and First mm-hmm. Class. And so those are like connected, but the timeline over there is so murky. It's, yes. It's weird. Yes. And I feel like if they keep those same actors in the MCU, then everybody's going to be like, oh my God, so are those movies canon? Do we need to go back and watch those? How does this fit? It'll just be easier to just have a clean slate. I agree. I agree. I think that's one of the reasons why I wasn't really watching the X-Men movies anymore. And I think we touched on that. I was mm-hmm. just like, this doesn't make sense to me no. <laughs> like timeline wise. And I was just like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. If any, in case anybody was wondering that, I think that's interesting that all the rights and legal battles really be fucking mm-hmm. us over. Like that's why we haven't got yeah. another Hulk thing. Cause, uh, Universal Studios still owes, owns the rights to the Hulk, I guess. So that's why he can never get his own movie. I think the only like workaround is that he can get like a series, like a maybe a little TV show, a couple episodes, but he can't have a movie. And they don't like, you know how Sony plays nice with Disney for Spider-Man. I guess mm-hmm. Universal like don't give a fuck. So yeah. Anyway. They, they fucking up everybody's enjoyment and y'all suck. And it's like, if you're not going to do anything with it, then why are you holding on to it? Because you're not, obviously, you're not making any money off of this character mm-hmm. if you aren't, if if, you, if you're not even, like, willing to uh, collaborate 
you know like if you're you're not trying to do anything with this character you're not trying to like release a movie a tv show or anything so why are you holding on to it you're just being an asshole just being petty very petty just expert levels of petty and i just feel like universal (laughs) has so much stuff like why can't marvel have this one thing just this fucking one oh (laughs) god okay second announcement i forgot about this so the negroes have decided that we are all wearing all white to the premiere Mm -hmm. of black panther or royal color so royal blue like a deep purple, purple gold maybe you know Everybody, I just want everybody to be on the same accord. I have to spread. We have to spread it through our platform of 25 people. Spread the good news. (laughs) (laughs) At least they'll understand the assignment. Yes. We all wearing white. I remember. Did you dress up for the last one? I wear all black. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people I think I had on a black black leather skirt. You know, I love me a leather skirt. You do. The the mini skirt guy. (laughs) Yes. I think I had on like a black mini skirt and like a cute shirt and some black boots i had on black shirt black boots and like this african like kente cloth skirt that i got and a a big afro big old afro picked my hair out it was perfect (laughs) in november november might be kind of difficult but uh at least it'll still be like it'll be warm out out here yeah it'll still be nice it's better than February in Chicago because that's when I went last time. <laughs> well, I was, it was February in Vegas, which it was cold, but it wasn't like February in Chicago cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to start thinking about my outfit. I'm excited to see everybody dressed up, even right. though we're going to go in there and get our fucking hearts broken. Yeah, I'm going to definitely make sure I have some tissues available. Bring some tissues. I'm not going to wear no makeup because I'm not a crier. But just watching the trailer, I was getting a little misty. I was like, ooh. And I am ooh. a crier. I cry. And I'm I'm, I'm I'm, not afraid of it. I'm not ashamed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry. Yeah, That's I'm what I do. That crying too. Everybody going to cry. You know, we going to cry together. I cry. So, speaking of uh, Black Panther, let's just move into our discussion topic. A lot of people have been complaining, I guess, or like the whole resurgence of the recast T'Challa movement has come back. Um, Fantastic Frankie on TikTok was saying she thinks it's because from the trailer, you can kind of guess that Black Panther is going to be a woman. So, I think that's part of it. Mm -hmm. And then just like, you know, when it first happened, when he first passed, they said, like Disney said, that they're not going to recast him. And I feel like people kind of respected that more. But they were also saying, like, oh, well, they can just bring back Killmonger. Or they can just, like, some man would be Black Panther. And now that right. it's looking like it's not going to go that way, the girls are mad and fighting. So I wanted to talk about that. And I also want to explain some things to my baby brother. Who is listening? <laughs> Backstory. <laughs> so right. when the when the trailer came out, he was on Facebook going back and forth with my husband, and I don't know who else because I wasn't on there. And I w- and I was comment creeping. <laughs> yeah, Shani was comment creeping and, and telling me like, "Girl, have you seen this?" <laughs> so basically, my little brother is not understanding why T'Challa has not been cast, recast and how that's gonna work. 
with the actor being, you know, not with us anymore. So this is for Jimmy and for anybody else who needs this explanation. Mm-hmm. So Marvel Studios re- has chosen not to recast Chadwick Boseman in respect for him and the community. Mm-hmm. Now, this movie is important to our community because prior to Chadwick Boseman, it was no people of color in the Avengers. No. None. The only person of color was probably the Hulk, and he was green. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he don't he count. Don't count. <laughs> <laughs> so, our first time seeing uh, Chadwick as T'Challa was in uh, Civil War. Yes, yeah, Civil War, which came out in 2016, and then Black Panther came out in 2018. Um, he was the first Avenger of color. He was He's the first superhero in the live action, like in this canon MCU of color. It meant the mm-hmm. loss of the community. Also, Chadwick Boseman was just an amazing person. He was incredibly kind. Like, we heard about him going to bat to get other people higher salaries on the movie, uh, you have not heard anything bad about him. Like the whole cast was loved con- him, loved him so much. They still have him as number one on the call sheet, according to Lapita, who is now on TikTok. Mm. Love that for her. Her TikTok <laughs> is so great. But um, he, his presence was just—he was the leader. Like they described him as like it was really his project. Him and Ryan, like they led the way. Right. It would not have been the same movie without him. And it's not going to be. So out of respect for what he did for the MCU and what he did for the community and that character, they are retiring his jersey. Okay? Right. He is Michael Jordan. Nobody else is going to wear 23. Okay? Exactly. That's just it. So and, go ahead. Go say what you're gonna and say. also when you think about, like just off the top of my brain, when you think about the people that have been recasted, <clears throat> sorry, been recasted in the MCU, they only mm-hmm. played that character one time. Right. Um, Chadwick was in Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. He was also in, what, two or three episodes, if if not more, episodes of What If 2. Yeah, I think it was like three or I four think episodes. He might have, I think it might have been three or four episodes, like half mm-hmm. of the episodes of the season he was in. So it's just like, not only when you think about... Uh, the fact that you know what he represented how are you mm-hmm. gonna recast somebody who was so pivotal in exactly. that role and yes. then people would just be like oh well that person didn't do as good as chadwick like that's an mm-hmm. impossible those are impossible shoes to fill yeah and i, and, and I would understand them up for failure yeah like no one would be satisfied with the job that whoever played t'challa after them would feel i mean um uh, mm-hmm. You know, they wouldn't do a good enough job, basically, like, in nobody's eyes. So, mm-hmm. I, and for that reason, I wouldn't want to even, like, offer the job to anybody. Because I'm not going to set somebody up like that. <laughs> right. Like, it would set that actor up for failure. But it will also set up Marvel and Disney up for failure. Because when a movie is coming out, you want people to be excited <laughs> about the movie. If they had mm-hmm. put another actor in T'Challa's role, the whole San Diego Comic-Con and the press tour will be about... How is this person gonna be T'Challa? What is the story? Mm-hmm. How did y'all recast him? Is it gonna be the same? How is he gonna measure up to T'Challa? If this movie isn't as well received, then they'll say, "Oh, it's because they recast him," and then they all be like, "Oh, y'all should have never did that." After the fact, 
you know? Exactly, exactly. And that it's one of those situations where it's like people are literally like just never going to be satisfied because yeah. you can give them exactly, you can give some people what they want and it's still not going to be what they want. And then the other half of the people that didn't want that, they're going to be like, well, what the fuck is this? So y'all yep. really just going fail (laughs) exactly and then like touching on again like what you said i feel like the only people who have been recast in the mcu so far have been roadie roadie terrence howard played him one time in the first Mm -hmm. iron man and then edward norton played the hulk one time and he was recast i don't think anybody else has been recast off the the top of my head like because i feel like once you get further in everything is so concrete like, I really mm-hmm. can't think of anybody. If y'all think of anybody that was recast, and then maybe we can rate the recast, and if it's more than two. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there's literally only that one. And one of those instances was, you know, Edward Norton. And that mm-hmm. is, like, people's, probably people's, like, least favorite MCU movie anyway. So it's, like, people yeah. even forget that he was in the MCU Especially since, like, the Hulk hasn't even had any more movies. So that kind of really don't even matter, you know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that movie was, what, over 10 years ago? Outside of that, I wanted to discuss, like, how the story will be able to move forward without them recasting. So Mm -hmm. I know this is also a thing that my brother (laughs) could not understand because he's like, how are they going to address the actor dying in real life in the movie and they're they're not from what we can tell from like the trailers and stuff it looks like chadwick like this movie is going to be just like a memorial to him but also mm-hmm. a memorial to t'challa in some way it's going to be like right. a double entendre it'll have two right. meanings it'll mean something for us as the audience members because we do know that chadwick is dead but it mm-hmm. also will mean something as you know, people viewing the MCU because that character will be gone. I don't know how they're going to explain it um, because I was like, well, how do you kill somebody with a heart-shaped herb and an impenetrable suit? But he was able to kill Killmonger. So he's not immortal. He can die. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm I'm assuming that they're going to explain that it was some sort of an accident. Maybe he was on some type of a mission or if something happened to him that he passed right. and now we have to deal with that within the, the continuity of the story. Um, I know a lot of people have freaked out because they were like, oh my God, we only have this one black superhero and now he's gone. The thing about this is that T'Challa is one person, but the Black Panther black is Panther a job. Black Panther is a mantle. Like, yes, it's, it's the just title. Like anybody can, just like anybody can be... The president. Iron, not Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say Iron Man. Anybody could be... What's the other thing? Captain Fuck. America. Captain America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just got such a bad headache and now I can't think anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the same thing. Just like anybody can be the police chief. Anybody could be mm-hmm. the president. Is a job title. T'Challa was Black Panther and so was his father before him and his father before him. They all had different names. It was all different people, but they were all the Black Panther. Why? It's like, if you've seen Black Panther, why is that something that needs to be explained? Because they clearly show his father in the Black Panther suit. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, because remember, I think we touched on this last week. Most like people of color, like black people, they only saw Mm -hmm. Black Panther 
And I would, I would beg to say most people outside of us, because our podcast is for casual fans of the MCU. I would say we might be like a notch or two above casual because we've watched these movies multiple times for no reason. Yeah. And then we watched them again and analyzed them. And exactly. (laughs) But like, like Prince, he only usually watches these movies once. He's seen Black Panther multiple times because we black, but I feel like because of that, a lot of people don't like get this stuff. Because it's not, like, Mm -hmm. all of this was addressed. You're right. All of this was addressed in the first Black Panther movie. Yeah. And probably in Civil War, too. Yeah, it was in Civil War. Because that's when he told Steve Steve Rogers, like, the Black Panther is a protector of Wakanda. Exactly. And Wakanda has obviously been around way longer than T'Challa. Right. So, So it was was Black Panthers before T'Challa. It's going to be Black Panthers after T'Challa. And Mm -hmm. you don't even have to read the comic books in order to know this stuff. But... Just as someone who has watched YouTube videos from people who have read the comic books. Exactly. Many people have been uh, the Black Panther and T'Challa has been killed many times in the comic books. Every superhero, honestly, has been killed many times and brought back. Even Superman. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a part of it. They have to die or it's going to be boring. I don't know. <laughs> There's no stakes that they can't die. Exactly. So it's probably going to be Shuri. Um, it could be anybody else though. It might be, uh, Nakia. Cause I didn't even know Lupita, Lupita was going to be in this movie again. Um, yeah, me either. Yeah. I know a lot of people wanted it to be, uh, Winston Duke's character. What's his name? M'Baku. M'Baku. But it, it's probably not going to be him. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's going to be somebody else. But I think... So because because the Black Panther can be anybody, it was not a need for them to recast him. And so they chose exactly. not to do it because it wasn't necessary in, in order to respect Chadwick and the character of T'Challa. Yes. So I think... Also, I kind of want to touch on something else. Okay. Because the other day, remember, I was telling you, like, a lot of people were, like, hitting me up. Yeah, I see her. <laughs> Lucy in she the wants window, to y'all. be in the podcast again. <laughs> uh, I was telling you how people just are, you know, be hitting me up because I am the, you know, resident Marvel nerd and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they'll hit me up and they're like analyzing the freaking trailer. It's a teaser trailer, first of all. Like, yeah. it's not much to yeah. like analyze and I'm not going frame by frame. Um, you know, or people just like, oh, do you think this is going to happen? We ain't those people. Mm-mm. Me and Brittany talked about this the other day. We are not the type of people that, first of all, this is our hobby. Yes. This is not our job. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, we prepare for the podcast and we allot time to do this. But w- what we are not going to do is study trailers frame by frame to predict what is going to happen mm-hmm. and then talk to you guys about it. Because one... We like to, obviously, we're not even watching the trailers anymore, but we like to go into movies, like, surprised and, like, fresh eyes Mm -hmm. and just, like, not really have any expectations. And I feel like when you guys, not you guys, but just people, like, fans, they study these trailers and do all these breakdowns and do all these predictions. What you're doing is, like, setting yourself with all these high-ass expectations. And then when it Mm -hmm. doesn't happen, you... You want to say the movie? You know, was you're a flop. disappointed. Exactly, just because they didn't use your idea 
Mm-hmm. Which the movie was obviously already fucking like written and yeah. shot and all this stuff before you even had your prediction. So why they would try and tailor it to what you want. Don't know why you think that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just more fun for us to just kind of watch the teaser trailer and have that build up the anticipation and then go in and be more reactionary instead yeah. of trying to predict everything that's going to happen. Yeah, Because that's not that's not fun for me. Like... For it's, sure. it, it's like it's like when you read the book of a, of a TV show or something, you kind of already know what's going to happen. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can still enjoy it. But like it takes away from the thrill and the stakes if you already know the, the ending of it. Yeah. So and I think it's just better just in general to like talk about and discuss the movie that you got versus comparing it to the movie that you think you wanted that doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. So exactly, and like we said last week when people were talking about like oh how they could introduce the X Men and none of their theories made sense. Like we don't know mm-hmm. what we're doing. We're not filmmakers and directors. I can't exactly. tell you how to do your job because I'm sure you do it better than me. So I can't. I I I used to love writing. I can't finish a fucking story to save my life. Mm-hmm. I have started so many stories and they're always so good. We even started a book. Yeah, we did. <laughs> And we just kind of just like... And that was inspired by uh, Black Panther, wasn't it? That was actually like years before Black Panther came out. It was inspired by Game of Thrones, but it was like a black version of Game of Thrones, but it was like kind of... It ended, ended up, up being, being kind of similar. Yeah. yeah. And we had no idea about Black Panther. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> so we, not were at all, just, yeah. we were some prophets ahead of our time, but like... They're they're the ones that are getting paid the big bucks to mm-hmm. entertain us. You and your little following is nothing has nothing compared to what they are doing. So yeah, just keep the predictions to yourself. And I don't or, even think- I'm not even sure if fanfiction.com is still a thing, but go on there and write your shit. If that's what you want to do, you mm. go and write fanfiction. Yeah. Put it on Reddit so you and your little cronies can watch it. But like <laughs> don't don't make it seem like the entertainment industry is like doing you a disservice from not using your ideas yeah. that are usually pretty shitty. That that irritates me really bad. Or they just like see a YouTuber with an idea and be like, "Oh yeah, that's great. I want to see that." And that's, mm-hmm. that's not realistic. And you're setting yourself up. Like, if you wanted to be, like, somebody's theory or you wanted to be, like, in game, you're going to consistently be let down. Um, yeah. And then I also wanted to say, like, like you said, like, this is a hobby. We do this in our free time. Number one, we don't have enough and what time. what little free time we have. <laughs> we bet, like, if y'all listen to this podcast consistently, you know that we be janky sometimes. The episodes be late. <laughs> We'd be like, um, what happened in this episode? I don't know. So clearly, I don't even know. Right. We're not doing like, this is just for fun. We're doing it for y'all because this is the thing that we want to do with each other. But mm-hmm. what I was going to say, y'all was, are just enjoying our pro- uh, passion project. Yeah. Like, honestly, this is our best friend time and we're just vibing out and y'all are just privileged enough to listen. Basically. <laughs> We're not doing this for y'all. We're doing it for us. <laughs> right. We would pro- we would still do this even if we weren't posting it. And so, like, we don't mm-hmm. make any money off of this at all. We're just doing it when we, when we have time to do it. But for I was funsies. just going to say, the people who make those theory videos, 
Like they have read, use the good ones have read a lot of the comic books. They're very familiar with these mm-hmm. characters even before they were live action. Even if they only watch like the cartoon series, which are usually more closely related to the source material because they have more like flexibility with animation. Um, right. And then they also spend a lot of time like on Reddit threads, reading articles, looking at leaks, all of the things that we do not do. So even if we wanted to do predictions. The amount of work that would go into it in order for us to get a prediction that was even like semi well rounded, we just can't. So we just don't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so. we don't want y'all coming at us like you were wrong. You're so stupid. Right. Like yeah, probably we was probably wrong. <laughs> I, that's exactly how <laughs> we wasn't trying to be right. Like, <laughs> exactly. I should just start making like random predictions. Mm-hmm. They gonna go. Yo, Thanos about to come back. <laughs> Thanos will be resurrected in Black Panther 2, Wakanda forever. Thanos is going to be the new Black Panther. And Thanos and his best friend is going to be Obadiah Stane. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. With a box of scraps. Oh my god, I just, I'm sorry, I start laughing harder because I start thinking about that Straw Hat Goofy video from the other oh day. Oh my when, god. <laughs> he, he ripped that dude to shreds. If and y'all don't follow like, Straw Hat Goofy, please go follow him and watch his video yes. because he, some uh, black pick me nerd was like mad that uh, Riri Williams and Sam Wilson are like the new Captain America and Iron Man, even though she's not Iron Man, she's Iron Heart. Right. And yeah, Straw Hat Ooh, he ripped him two or three new assholes. No, for real. And then at one point, he was he said that Riri Williams uh, built her Iron Man suit or her Iron Heart suit in her dorm with a box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> it just, <laughs> just took me out. And he called to him Candace Owens. He called him Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> like, he went in... Oh, that was great. It was beautiful to watch. It was amazing. It was amazing. And then, like, I just was curious. I was real curious about this dude's content. So I like went and looked at his page. I went, I think I watched like three of his videos and mm-hmm. I was just like, he did like a stitch video. You remember it was like that video that I was talking about how men like heterosexual men are like attracted to women, but emotionally attracted to mm-hmm. men or something like that. Yeah. Uh huh. He like responded to that and it was just like a, like he's not all that. Yeah. He's not right? smart. He looked <laughs> like his room smelled like feet and fans. Mm-hmm. So he looked like he used. I told you he looked like he used the Naruto run down the hallways at school. <laughs> like he and then and then he'd be like, "Oh, black women don't like me." Like that's the type of vibe I get from him. Yeah. So I was just like off bat. I'm like, we don't like you because you don't clean behind your ears, and not because you like comic books. Okay. Remember I don't like you because I don't like anybody that let their nail polish chip, baby. Get oh. jail. If you gonna paint your nails, baby, yes. get jail. Get it? Because yeah. that just look dirty. That just looks so dirty. <laughs> Honestly, that's why I don't paint my nails because I'm lazy. So it's <laughs> exactly. if it's not press ons, it's not going on my nails. <laughs> exactly, and I have like really nice nails. Look at that. Oh yeah. Look at how long my nails are. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that that's been our discussion topic. <laughs> it went a little off the rails, but that's that's us. As so. it usually does. 
Let's talk about Luke Cage. I did write a Give summary me again. A summary, girl. Let me get in I the words of Angela Kinsey, right? She because you know on their podcast, she's like, Oh no, Jenna, she'd be like, Let me hit you with a summary. So like, don't hit me with a summary, boo. <laughs> so we pick up with Luke severely injured in the back of that garbage after taking another Judas bullet, Judas bullet t- to the chest. Somehow he is still alive and able to make his way back to Claire, but not with causing or oh, calling a little attention to himself. Uh, they are able to get him mm-hmm. healed and get more answers about his time in prison and Diamondback's motivations, all of which devastate Luke. After learning, uh, after a little soul searching, they head back to New York to face the community that it has been radicalized against him by Diamondback and Mariah Dillard. Um, and Diamondback is just laying oh, in wait. Right. So when Luke eventually does show up to the anti-Luke rally, things get active real soon. <laughs> That's my story. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. So let's let's talk about this backstory that we got. Because the, the tea was spilled. Because I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. So... Let's let's do the small fish okay. first. The the prison story. So this bitch Reva knew everything. She knew about Kilgrave. Yes. She knew about the the experiments done on the prisoners. It was basically like her mm-hmm. fucking idea. Like yeah, this nigga Luke, him, that one. Yep. <laughs> he a good candidate. Exactly. And I was just like, you know, she and she had she knew it was like a possibility that he would die. And mm-hmm. he and she told him that uh, you know, like no that like nothing like that. He she gaslit the fuck out of him. Yes. Like, no, nothing's going on. And then he escaped with her and all this stuff, trusted her, loved her. And she kept was that about to kill to the very Jessica. End. Yes, yeah. was about to kill Jessica over her. And she lied to him the whole fucking time. You really can't trust these bitches sometimes. You can't. And you it, can't trust these hoes. The look on his <laughs> face when he found out, like, damn, she was lying, lying. Like, mm-hmm. I exactly. think he She wasn't even, knew. like, just, like, like cheating, lying. She was, like, doing some mm-hmm. hardcore lying. Yeah. Like, how, ugh, how did you even, ugh, she ain't got no scruples. No, and it's it's crazy because I feel like with each episode that had to do with her, like the layers just got peeled back farther and farther and farther. I like the first one. It there was something that was said that made me think like, oh, okay, she was probably even more involved in the Kilgrave stuff than she mm-hmm. let on because she knew all about that, which is mm-hmm. why Kilgrave was after her and got the disc from her and then had her killed. I think he yeah, he, he knew. knew a lot more. For sure. And so when they were like in jail in like that first couple episodes, he was like, "Oh, they doing experiments." And she's just like, "What?" No, yeah. they're not. Exactly. And then Later on, it was like, okay, yeah, we are doing experiments, but They're it didn't have nothing to do with you. Yeah. Right. It's voluntary. It don't have nothing to do with mm-hmm. you. I actually, like, when we did, when we had that flashback episode, I think it was, what, like, episode four, three or four or something like that. I think so, yeah. Um, I actually had wrote that she was lying, and she obviously mm-hmm. knew more because when he was injured and all that stuff, she took him to Bernstein. I just, I don't mm-hmm. think, I just didn't, uh, I just didn't mention it. Yeah. No, I just didn't mention it oh, on the yeah. podcast, but I did write it in my notes because it's like, 
Mm-hmm. If y'all not doing all these like crazy experiments and stuff like that, then mm-hmm. why would you think to take him to this doctor? Exactly. And it was it's kind of cool the way that they shot it because even in that episode when he escaped from jail and she mm-hmm. took him, she was like, please, like begging him. And the, even Luke said like, well, she basically begged. She said she begged you to save my life. And he's like... Yeah, but she was going to end up in that experiment anyway. Anyway, exactly. Yeah. So basically the whole like fight club type thing was a part of the experiment, which is Mm -hmm. so fucked up. So like they had him like, and then the bitch acted like she didn't know he was in the goddamn fight club too, but she put him in the thing. Cause you know, you want to know why? Cause we don't talk about fight club. (laughs) (laughs) So she had him in there to like test his will, even though I think he said like some people didn't even make it out the fucking fight club. Right. So it's just layers and layers upon like, he looked like he was hit by a truck. He was so devastated. How is he ever going to trust again? Man. And then you got Claire right there. She's just like, yeah, that bitch was lying to you. What you going to do now? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) She like I bitches lie every day. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what to tell you, B. <laughs> right. She's like, that's fucked up. You still got to go be a superhero, though. We got to mm-hmm. go back. <laughs> exactly. And I love how they did the scene when he was just like slowly coming to realization that like, damn, she lied. But it was like mm-hmm. uh, cut with the scene, like scenes of her, like basically being all loving to him and shit like that. But it was just like, it was yes. all a lie. It was all a lie. <laughs> Carly Red. <laughs> it was all a lie. <laughs> I didn't know who, so I was like, I just knew, knew that gift. It was all a lie. <laughs> Damn love of hip hop. Oh, that's why I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that was an interesting way to show, like, this is the information that you're being given versus the information that you've, like, locked on to. Mm-hmm. Like, he definitely had Reva on, like, a pedestal. And like you said, it was about to kill Jessica Jones and whoever else needed to be killed. Yep. In the honor of Reva. Yep. And she was a liar. She didn't even deserve it. Woo. He, that, man, yeah. when he see Jessica again, he owe her a fucking apology. He do. Like, you was a lying bitch, but guess what? My <laughs> so ex. was my wife. Exactly. She was even more of a lying ass bitch. Oh, my God. Poor Reva. Right. You just... I, I don't know. I, I really can't even make no excuses for it. Maybe she was just trying to survive, but it had to be some other job. That you could have had, but like, that did not involve you using like humans as like guinea pigs, basically like that. Yes. You, like I'm sorry, like even like Bernstein and stuff. Is his name Bernstein or Bernstein? Mm, I keep Bernstein. I, I keep Bernstein Bear. He. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like even he is just like oh, just think about all the things we could do with your blood and all of this stuff. Basically, like that one guy in the Hulk, uh, Doctor mm-hmm. Blue, or whatever, Mister Blue, mm-hmm. whatever the, uh, they called him. Um, you know, and they have all these grand plans and stuff like that. But you you realize it's always military first, healing people second. Yes. He was like, in America. yeah, he was definitely more talking about like militarizing and like making like Luke into a weapon or making his like biology into a mm-hmm. weapon and stuff. And then he was like, and then cancer. Immortality. Bro, like, why wouldn't you try and do that first? Like, Girl. and then a the thing and then too. It's, they always, it never works out that way. 
It don't have and all these I grand think the schemes. main thing that they forget about is Big Pharma. Big Pharma is mm-hmm. not going to let you cure cancer, big dog. Exactly. Big Pharma is so, not going to give you the, the fountain of youth. They no. know. <laughs> That's it's not how it works, baby. It's still capitalism, babes. It's not mm-hmm. going nowhere. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. Unless you're doing it under the table and it's right. completely unregulated. But then some people in a white van and black suits going to come in and they going to make you disappear. They going to make mm-hmm. it look like an accident. Yeah. It. I don't even think it would be any way. Like with social media and stuff, like if your cousin got their cancer cured, your aunties will be fucking telling everybody. Any mm-hmm. any of their friends that they know got cancer. Oh well, my little niece. But you went know, to black so-and-so. people would be like, "Oh, it was God. It was Jesus. <laughs> you prayed the cancer away." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> but I was I was happy when Luke got to hearing all that stuff. Like, oh, y'all finna be trying to do experiments and shit on me. I gotta get out of this gym. Mm-hmm. I love the effort that he put into destroying the barn. Yeah, but I was like, babe, that's not how computers work. I and know then we saw the, the computer get put right back together. Exactly. Like, I was like, okay, Ooh. all right, Luke. Also, you might be Reva, the strongest, but you're not the smartest. Oh, you know, <laughs> but he's handsome. <laughs> it's it's all good. But right. I was also thinking, like, Reva also used his relationship with squabbles against him. Mm-hmm. In order to fucking break him. So she was the one that ended up getting him killed. And yes. if and if Diamondback was behind the fight club and behind all what well, he was behind the experiments too, then That's what they said he, in the previous episode. Then he was also behind Reva. And remember yeah. in the in the um movies, I mean not in the movies, but in the comic books, Reva was Stryker's girl. And then something happened between... That was what happened in the comic books. Right. You sure did say that. Mm-hmm. And so then that's why he has set up Luke because he was, like, jealous or something. I wonder if that's going to come back into play in a, like, final showdown in these next two episodes. Because, you know, yeah. Striker's so damn dramatic. He going to give a fucking speech. He, he is going... He is a Bond villain. Yes. He going to tell the whole story. He going to tell you the whole plan. Yes. And <laughs> there is no element of surprise with his ass. And he think he just so damn cool. It would be so funny if after he give his speech that... uh Luke do him like Rusty did in uh, Ocean's Eleven. Like, did you practice that? Like, yeah. <laughs> how long was you practicing this speech? <laughs> yes, I love that. I need to watch that movie. I was watching it the other day, and I was just like, oh my god, the nostalgia. I love those movies. Mm-hmm. But um, so okay, so yeah, so since we're talking about Striker, his backstory was also revealed within like the same two episodes, I think. Mm, that was episode 10. Okay. So what happened with Diamondback is basically Luke Daddy was a preacher. I think we already knew that. And the preacher's wife was Luke's mama. She couldn't have a baby. And because the preacher ain't shit, he was fucking around with his secretary. Got her pregnant. Then two years later, the preacher's wife magically gets pregnant. And then the preacher was like, well, fuck y'all. Which is crazy, though, because, you know, he had an affair in order to have a child, and then he ended up having a shitty relationship with both of them. Exactly. So, why were you doing this? Exactly. <laughs> Only to be a bad father? Like, I don't... Boomer dad. Yeah, there you go. 
That's and the only logic that could like, explain it. As I was like watching the scenes and stuff like that, and then especially like the relationship between Stryker's mom and Luke's mom and stuff like that, like <sighs> his mom was a fucking hussy. She was a hoe. And at this point, Stryker mad mm-hmm. because his mama was the side chick. Yeah. And like, why? Like, all of the issues in my eyes are on his mom, but he put his mom on a, on a pedestal, as most black mm-hmm. men do, and they don't ever mm-hmm. see nothing wrong that they uh, mamas did. She had an affair with a married man, got pregnant with that married man, stayed at the same church and in the same neighborhood as that man and his family, mm-hmm. and basically was rubbing the wife's nose in the fact that they had a child together and the and wife the had to best friends. Exactly. So the wife had to sit there and watch this little boy be around knowing good and damn well that that was her husband's son. Mm-hmm. Why would the, why would his mom stay in that situation? Unless she was a fucking bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like that is not normal behavior. It sounded it's like, it sounded like the dad was already, um, like paying some type of support and stuff like that move Mm -hmm. go somewhere else why would you stay in the same area like go to a different church like you and i think he said that too like he was paying like support like helping them and then he died sent them to private school Mm -hmm. and all types of stuff like first of all that's got to be fucking expensive to send two kids to private school but and then the fact that like Luke obviously had seen something when he was young. So it looked like he was about like eight, maybe 10 or something like that. And the Mm -hmm. dad and Stryker's mom was still fucking around. Mm -hmm. So that means that Stryker was either 10, 12. And this was still going on the whole time. Yo, yo mama been a side chick for over a decade. And she's, and she didn't go out. This was what probably like the eighties, nineties, she easily could have went and got like that's being a single mom was like common. She could have found her another husband. Yeah. She wanted to yeah. be in that situation. And now you mad at Luke because he was brought into this world. He was the misplaced anger. Legitimate. Really. He was a legitimate child of his mother and father. And you were the side chick's baby. And you mad that mm-hmm. your daddy didn't love you. And your mama was a hoe. Mama yeah. was a hoe. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like the math to me wasn't math, and like it's definitely not math. Like baby, go to fucking therapy. Thank you. I've honestly, this is one villain where therapy could have done wonders. (laughs) Like as soon as he turned about six, she should have had his little ass in therapy the whole time. Okay, because Mm -hmm. yeah, he's mad at all the wrong people. I like I. You're mad because Luke was the miracle child, and to his mama, he was. Because exactly. she couldn't get pregnant. So she exactly. was a miracle child to her. I don't exactly. know if the daddy probably didn't feel that way. He probably was like, fuck. But mm-hmm. just, just based off the way that he acts and the, the relationship he had with Luke, it don't sound like ultimately he was happy to be a father to either one of these kids. Exactly. He just wanted a kid to say he had one. And it, then like, it's just yeah. something that you just do at a certain point. And then unfortunately, most men think children are decoration. So it's not a stretch. Exactly. And he's a boomer dad. Mm-hmm. So we know how y'all know how we feel about them, and then <laughs> and then Striker like and Etta or Ella was it Ella or Etta I think it was Etta 
is Luke's mm-hmm. mom. And he's like, she was a bitch. Because she didn't want to be around the side chick's son. Yeah. What? Just a, a daily reminder of my husband's infidelity exactly. in the church. Exactly. So everybody was fucking gossiping about her. Like, I don't everybody, like I'm sure just... everybody knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew. Uh. It seemed like everybody but Luke knew. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, when you're the youngest, you just go through life. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. It literally took, I'm going to say he's about 35 in this TV show. It took him about 35 years to stand there and realize, like, oh, my daddy was fucking the secretary. Oh, he is my brother. Okay. Uh-huh. That's the funniest part. Yeah. But uh, you were right. This is definitely the plot of The Harder They Fall. Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah. literally what happened in that movie. They just, yeah, they just it's probably gonna end the same too. When uh, what's uh, Luke is gonna have to kill? Oops! Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh. If you black and you ain't seen the heart of they fall, yeah, you ain't gonna watch it. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, that that was such a messy situation. It just pisses me off that it's just like now you like. Killing, trying to kill this dude and beefing with him and sent him to jail, made his life miserable and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. Literally tried to make him, like, make his life miserable. Mm-hmm. Thirty years later, tortured and killed. Exactly, he wanted him to be tortured before death. He was pissed off that he ended up with fucking superpowers, which karma, bitch. Exactly, but. exactly. And then it's just like, okay. And then at the point where he was like. Oh, and we like went joyriding, got caught, and uh, the his, their dad told the judge that Luke would go to the Marines, and they were just he was like f that other dude, f that other little mm-hmm. boy, and they sent Striker to juvie. He ended up killing somebody mm-hmm. and had to actually do hard time for it. That sounds like your beef is with your dad. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me because he is the catalyst. He is the common denominator in all these issues. Not Luke. None of this stuff would have happened if he could have kept his dick to himself. Exactly. So that's just like that's just that pisses me off. That was I was like I don't know. Like literally Be mad at the right person. You you have a right to be mad. You have the right to Mm -hmm. feel the way you feel, but be mad at the right person. Yeah, and just maybe not solve all your problems with murder. Because I feel like that just makes more problems. I feel like as the more murders happen in this TV show, the more problems for everybody. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Everybody that saw problems with murder end up getting murdered. Speaking of people who saw problems with murder, Shades and Mariah... Ooh, they done fucked themselves over real good. Mm-hmm. That shit was funny. So, yes. Shades, I think we forgot to mention this in the last episode, but Shades was the one who kind of put a battery in Mariah's back after, like, they had that little talk. Like, he's mm-hmm. out of, like, Cottonmouth is out of control. Woo, woo, woo. And then after that, she went to talk to him and ended up killing him. And then he cleaned up everything. So, and I think episode nine or 10, Diamondback shows up like, MF, I told you to take care of the situation. I didn't tell you to get him killed. Yeah. And he saw through that shit immediately. Like, okay, you got that bitch to kill uh, Cottonmouth. I needed him alive. Right. 
So they tried to, <laughs> Mariah tried to like just ixnate herself out of the situation. Like, here, y'all, y'all take over. And yes. Diamondback showed up like, you I, fought. I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, that was funny. That scene reminded me of the Dark Knight. Remember when the Joker came in? And they little mob boss meeting in the beginning. Yes. That's what it made me yeah. think of, too. Yeah. Came in, busted up all their little shit, killed half of them. Exactly. And then was talking about going to get food afterwards. I was like, oh, he's a menace. I love he's it. He's crazy. He's <laughs> he crazy. Unhinged. Oh, my God. So. And then uh, they were, that's when they kind of came up with their little plan that they need to start selling their little alien we- weapons to the police department. Mm-hmm. And that way they can start killing vigilantes and superpowered Which, people. It's a good plan, but it, it also is very short-sighted. And I mm-hmm. think... Yeah, they falling back into the same issue that Cornell had is like he was so hyper focused on his Luke Cage problem that he lost control of everything. Yep. And that's the same thing that's happening with them and these damn guns. Cause I'm just like, okay, Mm -hmm. you want to supply these super powerful alien weapons to an already over policed urban neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And you are this black councilwoman who wants to improve the neighborhood, those two things don't fucking match. Exactly. And then the inspector and um, ADA Blake, who we met in the last season of Daredevil, they were having a conversation and she was just like, I already know that if those, if the, whatever weapons the military and the police have, they end up on the streets anyway. Mm -hmm. So they're basically already saying like the, the, those weapons are going to be in the hands of criminals and we do not want that. Right. I, sh- I wouldn't even want them in the hands of the fucking cops. Like, exactly. We yeah, already see, see the way that they were uh, treating just black men in general. Just like how, like what was the way, like it was not methodical at all. Like what was the plan? Like y'all just going to talk to every black person and rough up every black person to see if they know Luke Cage mm-hmm yeah it was a and then the one plan. person it, yeah and then the one person that actually knows luke cage oh, we don't have to talk about this yeah fucking misty almost lost her fucking job for uh choking out claire mm-hmm. and they are two women that are about the same height mm-hmm. same build and everything and they shut it down quick mm-hmm that grown ass man thought that it was okay to put his hands on a child, and ain't nobody yeah. say like. I mean, he ended. He did. They did say that he got suspended without pay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's not good enough. And he said he was charged. That's still not good enough. Mm-hmm. Why would like? Why was it even like allowed to go that far? Right. Why was nobody watching? Because even when the Claire thing happened, the 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 commissioner or whoever she is, she was watching the through the the inspector. Mm-hmm. She was watching through the glass, so it didn't get as far as it could have gone. Why was exactly. nobody keeping track on this dude? Because he, mm. that little boy was bruised up. He was in there working on him for a while. Exactly. Before he actually, before anybody came in. That's just like that. Ooh, that had me hot. Mm-hmm. That Which had is, me so hot. His mama happened to be the lawyer lady from what, yeah. the first couple episodes. That was all sweet on um, Luke. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they they were doing too much, and then Mariah dumbass was just like surprised, like, "Oh, y'all going up and roughing up all these kids? What the fuck did you think was gonna happen, bitch?" 
Exactly. Like y'all literally exactly. set the police loose on your community to catch Luke for your own reasons. When you was the bitch who killed your cousin. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> and it, it, what's more infuriating is the is the fact that only Misty understands what's happening. Yeah. Like she's the only one that's like, the, like um, things ain't adding up. And everybody else is just like, well, we're just going to talk to Luke. We're going to get him in. But she's just like, but, we, but he's not doing this stuff. Right. Even the inspector, she kind of was acting like she She's was in the, uh, the bitches with a clue club because she was like, mm-hmm. we've never seen him use a gun before. Nobody is yep. stopping to think about it. If you are super strong and can punch through concrete and you're bulletproof, why do you need a gun? Hello? Exactly. Exactly. And it was one part. I'm trying to find it. I really hope that like real life police work is a lot better than like TV police work because this was happening in a... Uh, some other show we watched, I'm like, that's literally not this person's MO. Like, I thought y'all was detectives. Yeah. It might have been um, Daredevil or something. Probably. It was probably, yeah, it but, was with the Punisher, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I was like, I wrote I had wrote something down about that. But yeah, the inspector was kind of like slowly piecing things together. And I think it was when um, Blake Towers came in and he was saying how the mayor was in a closed door meeting about arming the police and all of this stuff. And she's like, oh, well, isn't that fucking convenient, basically? And she's mm-hmm. like, who's he who's he in the meeting with? And he's like, uh, Mariah Diller. And she's like, ain't that some shit? <laughs> like, yeah. I think that she was just like, the wheels were turning and mm-hmm. everything. But I understand, like, she got her job to think about, which I guess is understandable, but like... I feel like if she get didn't the right have people. whatever weird beef she have with Misty, then she would have been mm-hmm. on the same page faster. Because like you said, like, Misty been clocking this stuff a long time before the inspector was like, oh, because Misty was the one who was like, Mariah got something to do with this. She's not fucking innocent. And yep. she's so busy skiing in the hallway that you're not putting two and two together because that's your soror, whatever. Yep. So, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I am happy that she's finally starting to come around and hopefully that's going to play into like the next couple episodes or the next mm-hmm. two episodes. But... Yeah, that that whole part was interesting. And the fact that what you call it, um, what's her name? The girl that they used to frame Luke? Candace. Candace, yeah. Like they really didn't do a whole good job of that, like whole cover up thing. Mm mm. But it's not I don't know. I just feel like this stuff is just real obvious, but I, I am on the outside looking at it. So. True, very true. <laughs> I'm just like, how y'all Very not figuring true. this out? Come on. Come on. But even Mariah, um, I mean, not Mariah, Misty was just like, yeah, she was afraid to go up there by herself. And now they was fucking. Mm. Exactly. No. Um, I really like uh, Claire and Luke's evolving relationship, friendship. What is it? Is it more? Like, I just love it. Yeah, and I, I like even more how Misty was like, so did y'all go get coffee? And then Claire was like, he don't like coffee. And Misty, I know. I was like, oh, Ooh. you. <laughs> that, all of their interactions, it's so funny to me. Now, it like is. after their little fight thing, Claire's just like, whatever, mm-hmm. bitch. Like, you, I'm going to say your life is not a big deal. Right. But she's just like. And I just they, might fuck the guy you like to if I want. Right. Right. It's going to be and what then, it's going to be. <laughs> 
exactly and then like misty is just like oh you guys fight like you're married Mm-hmm. Ooh, i would not want to be around no dude and he around like and he's with like a girl and they fight like they married i would be like so uncomfortable it's if, it, if it's like a dude awkward, i like like an awkward three thruple situation yeah it is <laughs> and it was something that i kind of picked up on um like just like subtle differences between Claire and Misty. Mm-hmm. Uh like Claire is like super fierce and strong. Like they're both very fierce and strong, but like Claire has this like ability to be vulnerable with people. And mm-hmm. maybe it comes from like her uh job. She's basically, you know, she's a caretaker, she's a nurse yeah. and everything like that. Like she has amazing bedside manner. But mm-hmm. like she's able to be very vulnerable with people, even like with uh Maddie M. She was very vulnerable with him. And now with Luke and stuff like that, she's just like, she has kind of like a soft side that like Misty doesn't really have, which makes sense because like with Misty's uh, profession, Mm -hmm. she can't really afford to be like soft. And, you know, people might take that as a weakness or whatever, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just like really cute to see like the differences in like their strength and everything mm-hmm. because Claire, you know, she is comfortable with showing the people that she cares. I mean, the mm-hmm. men that, she, that are in her life that she cares with, but she's still like, she's not a pushover. She's right. like strong. She'll whoop a nigga ass. <laughs> right. But I feel like Misty is just like, she just got to suppress it. And then we kind of saw a lot of that like bubbling forth and like the first not the first episode of the season, but the first episode that we're discussing. So episode nine, where mm-hmm. she was like talking to the psychiatric dude and she just yeah. kind of broke, ended up breaking down after she was trying to like suppress it and be strong for so long. She just ended up kind of breaking down and stuff. So it's just cute yeah. to see their yeah. differences. That was real sad. It was nice to see her. Cause I think a part of her, like it is her profession that keeps her so hard, but I also think she has like a lot of pride. Like she's very mm-hmm. prideful. So that makes her like closed off because she don't, she wants everybody to think like she is that bitch. And she also don't want you to see her be vulnerable. But mm-hmm. like the story about her friend and how her friend got assaulted. Her oh, her cousin. Yeah. How she got assaulted. And then that made her want to be a cop mm-hmm. versus not her just wanting to, you know, be in control of situations all the time. It's barely like she felt like she should have been able to do more because she made a mistake. So she's trying to make up for that. And mm-hmm. I, I always appreciate people who take that hurt and try to do something positive with it and who also, you know, stay true to themselves. Because he did say, like, with your resume, like, you could have been downtown. You could have been in the fucking FBI by now. But you right. chose to stay in your community. And that's because she give a fuck. And I love mm-hmm. that. I do, too. That's actually the the book, uh, <laughs> the Charlie Cox book that I've been reading. Well, like, I've read two mm-hmm. of her books now. But, uh it was a similar situation like her brother was like kidnapped and they thought that he had been killed and stuff like that and that's what made her want to go be a police officer and her partner mm. is like a similar situation with his sister she was like gang raped or something like that and then she ended up killing herself and he was like i want to be a police officer and all that so wow. and his wife wanted to be a nurse because of the same situation so it was like it like people like you said that go through hurt and they want to change it you know turn it into something positive but I that, that could have learned something from that 
instead of being a fucking menace, he could have went to therapy and maybe like help people heal from religious trauma or, you mm-hmm. know, literally anything except anything. for doing felonies. He could, exactly. <laughs> he could have actually done anything with his life, but he chose to be a felon. Right. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, let's wrap up this discussion at the end of episode mm-hmm. 11. Uh, what was the episode 10? Or 11. Whatever, episode 11. So this is when Luke and Claire showed up to the anti-Luke rally. Claire bold as fuck. To a, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, how you show up to an anti-Luke Cage rally and don't know what Luke Cage looked like? Because Luke Cage showed up to the anti-Luke Cage rally and ain't nobody recognized he him until the shots rang out. Every single person. And he's not, like, really inconspicuous. No, because he'd be having his hood up. He a big-ass black dude. Like, he is big. Big. Tall and big. big tall as a fucking and door. big. <laughs> exactly. Walking around looking like a goddamn refrigerator. Right. And people don't see him. He would have been the first person I spot as soon as he walked through the door. Like, oh, there he go right there. Oh, that's Luke Cage. I ain't gonna say nothing, but... I would have just quietly like. walked out, honestly. Like, oh. Exactly. <laughs> I would have been like... <laughs> like that Viola Davis. <laughs> yes, just gather your purse and get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> or like Le- that LeBron James went when he just grabbed his shit and mm-hmm. walked out. Hell yeah. That would have been me. That's what Claire should have been doing. Because I was just like, girl, they want to kill Luke Cage. And, and we're at a Luke Cage, uh, anti-Luke Cage rally. And you just walking in there with your little backpack and your pea coat on. Like, mm-hmm. she lucky that she didn't get shot. Like, what's your colleague got shot? She be putting herself in dangerous ass situations. Her and fucking Karen. Yes. Be putting themselves in like the craziest situations. But somehow them bitches always survive. They both them been taken hostage. Exactly. Karen had to shoot people. Uh, Claire be stabbing mm-hmm. people. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, Jesus like, Christ. In any situation, we shouldn't even be worried about them too. Anybody else? Now, Miss Misty. She didn't got right. knocked out, held by gunpoint. Now she shot. And she up. the one, and she's the cop. Like you would think that she was the one that's like getting herself out of these situations, but she low-key be like she a little slow or something, or she maybe she's just too right because she knew what Diamondback looked like. He already attacked her once. She was pretty mm-hmm. sure that that's who had attacked that other cop. So my question is. When you see him at the balcony, you walk up there with your gun out. And if you hear his voice and you turn around and see his face, why is your gun not firing immediately? Exactly. He I'm clearly had his hands was like this. Exactly. His, his, both of his hands were behind his back. Any other cop would have shot a nigga with their hands behind their back. You could have had a pencil back there. They don't give a fuck. Not saying exactly. it's right because it's not. But I'm like, babes. but in this one situation, she had more than exactly some. He's just like not exactly somebody you need to follow protocol for because he ain't. He has absolutely no qualms no. about shooting your ass. No, like exactly. On I'm surprised he didn't just start blasting her. Me too. Before she even realized that he was there. Right. I think it's and then like too. He like, wanted to know. Usually, he wanted her to know it was him. <laughs> usually, like people. Like in like cop shows and stuff like that, they kind of like 
do a little peek around the corner mm-hmm. and they make sure they look they get all angles before she just kept straight yeah she had no peripheral vision or nothing i was like girl <laughs> what are you doing up there babes like and then it's like you know people are like shooting at luke cage all the time Regardless yeah. of whether he bulletproof or not, they're always shooting. Why you don't have no vest on, Misty? Mm-hmm. Granted, it wasn't going to help your arm. It wasn't. Right. But you but still didn't have one something. on. Yeah. And then, and then too, maybe it's the fact that, like, Misty is, like, very smart. Mm-hmm. Maybe she ain't the fighter. Maybe. Maybe yeah. she, when it comes to fighting, like, she, she can handle herself. But she ain't really, like, the physical, like, beat a nigga something mm-hmm. beat a nigga down type like mm-hmm. but she'll figure some shit out yeah and that's why she a detective yes yeah, but she like need her partner they, <laughs> yeah she definitely needs backup yeah so i i felt bad for her because this man he done already held you at gunpoint knocked you out in the head with the damn gun now he done shot you too like Girl, you gotta kill him next time you see him. Exactly. He got you right in the real head. head. Yeah, you gotta kill right that in the one. fucking head. <laughs> he keep playing with you. Right. Um, thank we God act, Claire was two, there though. No, for real. We got two mentions of other characters. We had one mention of Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. and then Blake was talking about Frank Castle because he was like, "Yo." Frank was shooting up the city with regular bullets. We do not need nobody on the street with these high-tech ass alien guns. Girl, if Frank Castle had a fucking Judas bullet, it would have been brains everywhere. It would have been an episode of The Boys. Yeah, they would still be cleaning up the brains. (laughs) If Frank Castle had even a couple of them. Because he killed a lot of people. A lot. All of them, almost. Mm Mm-hmm. Almost every bad guy in New York. So yeah, so they ended up kind of getting out of that jam. Wait, did they? No. So Misty was down. Claire there. and Misty got out. Yeah. Okay. So they did get out. I couldn't remember what happened at the end. I know. You know, the next episode. Obviously, they they beat up Shades. Yeah, he needed his ass beat though. He did. I like he him did. though. In a weird <laughs> way. Like, I think I like the way that, like, he's the only one that kind of has the balls to talk to Diamondback, like, because mm-hmm. he was telling him, he's like, uh, first of all, I was like, I was kind of scared he was going to get killed, because I was like, he'd be talking I'm to Diamondback way too alive. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he was saying, he was telling Diamondback, like, we're making way too much noise, they're not being low-key, and he's feel like... Like, I feel like he's gotten dragged into some family drama thing and got shit to do with him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, he told him that he was the only one out of them, two that was being clear-headed. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, kind of taking, like you said earlier, taking that revenge and just, like, running with it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, not thinking of a plan, not thinking of, you know, uh, like, how they're going to get out of a situation. He's like, I've been, he's like, this has all been off the top of the dome and I ain't missed a rhyme yet. <laughs> okay shaft <laughs> every time he do that I just it, it made, it's so entertaining to me cause it's so fucking over the top and corny like oh my he's god so, like, I feel like he thinks he's in the 70s he do he's like he guy, he shaft. Like, I'm surprised he not he not calling people a jive turkey or something man oh <laughs> yeah he 
let's see. We might have a jab turkey in the next episode. I wouldn't put it past him yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Oh, I also wanted to mention, like, I feel like this whole, like, first season, Missy been trying so hard to, like, not let anybody figure out that she was fucking Luke. And then the commissioner was just like, bitch, I know you fucked him. Like, exactly. Everybody <laughs> immediately. Knows. Everybody fucking know. And I feel like, mm-hmm. had she, like, had the, uh, the inspector lady been a man, she probably would have just took Misty off the case. Because I feel like in a lot of shows, like, oh, you're too close to this. We have to take you off. But she yep. was just like, no, you in for a penny, in for a pound. Go get your fucking boyfriend and bring him back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get him under the fuck control. Right. Uh... I also kind of just wanted to touch on the fact that like Mariah, like I said, Mariah mentioned Jessica Jones and then she said she snapped a man's neck. What? Because he was mind controlling her. I feel like she had, yeah, I was just about to say, I'm like, I feel like her like taking, like killing her abuser is kind of a better reason than you just kind of snapped and killed your own cousin. Yeah. Cause he said some stuff you ain't like. He he was fucked up for what he said, but people say things every day. You can't kill everybody. Yeah, I mean, Kilgrave was making Jessica kill people, so I feel like exactly. he needed to die. You, on the other hand, maybe you should just not talk to your cousin no more because he's an asshole. Exactly. Cut, you, cut toxic family members could... off, not kill him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, all right. So. Next week, we'll be talking about 12 and 13, wrapping up yes. this season. I'm going to be sad to finish Luke Cage. I had a good time I watching am. this. I I've am. I've been enjoying it. Yeah. It's, a, it's been a fun ride. I watched all of these We've episodes in one day. Shit. Really? I'm proud of you. Yeah. I started yesterday. I finished this morning. Mm. I've been um, trying to watch it before work, but it just doesn't work. <laughs> one day I just turned it on I only meant to watch like one or two episodes but the shit was so fucking good I was like I might as well just finish it now I tried to watch it while I was doing my hair like I told you like I was going like kind of multitask mm-hmm. but it was going to take way too long to do my hair if I was yeah. typing I was like I'll just do this later <laughs> Yeah, when I can actually focus on it uh, so Let's let's talk about what we've been watching or what we should call this show is like stuff that I want to watch, but I probably won't watch it for like another eight months. I know. Because that's our issue. I haven't really watched anything, but I did get I finally go back and uh, revisit what we do in the shadows. And I finished season one yesterday and I'm in like the second or third episode of season two. I've been mm-hmm. begging my husband to watch this show because it's so fucking funny. I really want you to watch it, too. Because as the show goes on, I'm seeing more members of the MCU in the show. So <laughs> Dave Bautista was in an episode in the first season. Mm-hmm. And then Benedict Wong was in an episode in the second season. It's nice. just, it's so hilarious. I love that show. But that's all I've What channel? Watching. Not channel, but what streaming service is it on? Hulu. I also mm-hmm. finally finished Stranger Things. Me and Prince finally finished that last week. And that was pretty good. Um... And now we want to watch, we're either going to binge the last season of Atlanta this weekend, or we're going to mm-hmm. watch the second season of uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO. Whether oh, we wow. will actually, actually be watching new stuff. That's cute. We watched the first season of Raised by Wolves when it came out. And that the second season came out like 
eight months ago. <laughs> we just haven't oh, wow. watched it yet. Yeah. So that's why I said we want to watch it. Whether we will, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I've still just been like watching Pretty Little Liars, the new uh, the spinoff released yesterday. And I haven't watched the episode yet because I, I haven't had time. Like I have not had time to like watch TV. Yet. Is it just one episode or did they release like three? They did a, they did a three episode premiere. Okay. Also, I've been rewatching Game of Thrones because why not? I, uh, I was really close <laughs> like yesterday. I was like, I should turn this on, but I just wasn't ready to recommit yet. <laughs> Yes, and that that's funny that you say that because uh, you know oysters, clams, and cockles. Mm-hmm. They were talking about the trailer that dropped because they dropped an official trailer, mm-hmm. and one of the guys was like, "I was so close to putting on." He's like, "Man, should I do a rewatch again? Should I do a nice rewatch and all this stuff?" And he was just like, "I don't have time to do that." Man. It's <laughs> because so they're much, they're yeah. like because they're only uh, like entertainment content basically that's their whole podcast mm-hmm. and everything so they basically watch they be watching everything I so don't think I, I don't think we could will make it doing that like no because you will have to watch like everything and then they have a pot they do a patreon and, and they're re-watching the sopranos mm. so and then he has like a separate podcast too so i'm like i don't know how he found the time to watch anything is that their only job is podcasting I think that's his only job. Okay. But the other one, I think he has a real, he not a real job, but he has an actual job. Because mm. he, would... like, they they created the company. Like, at first, when they first started, they were, uh, they worked for somebody, but then that place went out of business, and somehow they were able to keep the podcast, and he, like, mm. created his own media company. Wow. That's cute. I would love that for <laughs> us. You know. I know. I feel like we. I talked about that that like one time, and I was just like, "Don't it sound like a lot of has, work?" That does sound like way too much work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I haven't really been watching anything new. Um, I tried to watch uh, Only Murders in the Building while I was doing my hair. Like my plan was to finish the season mm-hmm. while I was doing my hair, but my Hulu start fucking up. Like my internet just like was taking a shit and. I started watching Pretty Little Liars because, for whatever reason, HBO Max was working. So, you know what yeah. I think? I think our listeners should comment in what we should like switch out this segment for, because we don't watch a whole lot of TV outside mm-hmm. of like what we talk about for the podcast. So, somebody out there with great ideas should email us. Like, what could we do to end the show that does not involve us watching anything extra? Yeah, cause let us. I know. mean, when House of <laughs> when House of Dragons and Ring of Power come out, then I'll actually watch new content. But until then, and then we'll also be watching She Hulk too. That's probably why. Usually in this segment, we will talk about the Disney Plus shows, but we don't have anything for a couple weeks. So, yeah, it's like three more weeks. Yeah, two and a half. So I'm yeah, Wakanda at gmail dot com. If you want to tell us stuff. You want to talk to us. Yeah. We're fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. If you made it to the end, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We are the South Side of Wakanda podcast. And this was our Luke Cage season one, episodes nine through 11 discussion. Next week, we'll be wrapping up the season with episodes 12 and 13. And don't forget to follow us 
on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Bye. Peace out, homies. Oh, wait, and YouTube too, y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't Go get the views up. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>